0: This week, we are going to be talking about the week of December 5th through the 11th. It's going to be the full moon in Gemini, Mercury, and Venus in Capricorn. So the full moon in Gemini is aligning with Mars. That's going to be breaking whatever hidden thoughts were festering from Scorpio season out into the open. This week, we're clearing out whatever's holding you back in order to create a solid foundation for Mercury and Venus to build upon in Capricorn that will help you accomplish all that you desire from your relationships. The question is... Can you be honest with yourself, and will you be compassionate once you discover the truth? Stay tuned. afternoon but i feel like it's just for me it's It's continuously morning
1: for ingrid (laughs) it's always morning for ingrid
0: i was somewhere oh i went to physical therapy and it was like two in the afternoon and
1: you said good morning
0: i mean i guess it's almost two right now yeah i'm like good morning they're like are you okay (laughs) 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 i'm like it's morning for like a long time after we wake
1: up yeah ingrid's still in mourning for the night
0: i i am i am yes (sighs) I'm supposed to go audition somewhere else this week.
1: Audition? Mm -hmm. Like on the stage?
0: Yeah, at another club.
1: Okay.
0: Which is, I mean, meaning to do it forever. I just haven't been motivated or had a Mm -hmm. good reason. It was really slow and then now I seem to have kind of shifted my energy and I'm making money. So I don't know. That it makes it hard to leave. But one of the other girls, one of the girls that used to work at the club, or still she, she still works there. She, we were just chatting on Instagram and she was like, you should come work at this other club. Like,
1: So she works at two clubs.
0: Yeah. A lot of the girls work at two clubs. Okay. So it's nice to just have a backup or to switch things up or yeah. I don't know. It's just nice to, if you're feeling like it's dry one place, you can go somewhere else and feel like you have a little bit more freedom as opposed to just like yeah. being stuck there when you're like, oh my God, there's... Th- I'm just shriveling up over here.
1: What does she like about the other club?
0: Uh, the staff, especially. She said it's busier there. Oh. And you make a bigger cup, but she said she feels like more supported and appreciated.
1: Sounds great. Yeah. More money, for better more yeah. support.
0: Yeah. And it's like the same distance from my house. So I'm like, you know why not? I sh- I just need to go try it out. Like maybe it's not the club for me, but also it's nice to just like, I guess part of me is just. I'm I always like stay too long. I just get very comfortable. I like my little routine. Mhm. And I do well in new situations, so I don't know what the big deal is about just trying somewhere else. Like, I have no idea.
1: So when's this happening?
0: I think tomorrow. Okay. It was supposed to be uh yesterday, but uh then I had this potential like production job coming up and I'm always going to take that over the club and you can audition anytime it doesn't really matter. Yeah. So think i'm gonna go try that tomorrow
1: okay i'm excited to hear your impressions
0: yeah me too yeah just go exploring mm-hmm. and then i guess also like at the same time there was some like production potential stuff happening which i think everything is gonna end up falling through mm. but i'm trying to just maybe make some stuff happen as opposed to like waiting for jobs to like appear which is always just seems to get luckier. something comes my way but uh, yeah i don't know I would like to be more intentional about the jobs I take so I can like get paid what I'm worth. So I'm not just running around like a crazy person for like not really enough money. Yeah. It still pays well, but I just, yeah, I want everything to feel peaceful and healthy and good. And then this is just on a totally different subject, but in terms of like peaceful and healthy and good, I felt like I had like this out of body experience with like the guy that I'm, you know, whatever, seeing Mm -hmm, we'll just mm -hmm. say that and then thinking about my ex and I was just like I am very attracted to these people and I don't know if that's necessarily like the partner that I envision Mm -hmm. for myself I'm like oh I want to have all these things in line that would be the ideal partner but for some reason I'm like very attracted to just like intelligence passion and creativity Mm -hmm. above all else Mm -hmm. and even though logically I'm like, oh, well, I don't know if this person's going to provide these other things. It just doesn't seem to matter to my like logical brain. Anyways, I was just having this strange out of body experience being like, oh, I'm so like just so attracted like physically and emotionally and like spiritually to like this person that I don't know if it's really going to work out in the long run. Mm-hmm. But in the moment feels like very fulfilling. So I don't know. It was just a very strange experience where I felt like disconnected from my like attachment to things being like a certain way. I'm like, oh, I guess this is just like how I've been even like in my really horrible relationships in the past. They've been like very like passion, not like passionate in between us. I mean also that, but like they're having a passion for something in particular or like a specific intelligence and passion for a certain subject. Like that's very attractive to me.
1: So you're saying you you felt like peace in the moment Mm -hmm. of this relationship that you're not sure where it's going to go or what's going to happen with it, but you felt peaceful in just where it is right now.
0: Yeah, I felt like it was like a weird, almost like a learning experience about myself where I was like, oh, this is like your pattern. And like just accepting that in the moment and knowing that I have to decide. Like I'm the one that decides these things. They're not happening to me. I'm deciding To stay in these situations Mm -hmm. that may or may not be serving me. So like when I'm upset, it's like I'm upset that the person is who they've always been. Mm. And I will like have a fantasy in my mind of how I want things to be. It's like the attachment to an outcome that we have no control over. And we certainly don't have control over somebody else and how they live their
1: life. Well, there's the fantasy of what you want and then the fantasy that begins when you meet the person mm-hmm. and you have this ideal of who you think this person is but then after you know six months a year two years mm-hmm. that's who this person is there is no f- more fantasy of like who they could be yeah totally and if you're still yeah, you're holding on to like well if they just do all these different things, then everything will be perfect.
0: <laughs> yeah, totally.
1: It's like, no, this is just who they are. And either you love them yeah. for who they are or you don't. I mean, people, they can change over time. But just but being able
0: to accept them for who they are, I think the idea of acceptance is Yeah. we can get upset over something, but it's like, well, Really, I should just be upset with myself because this I'm I'm seeing it for what it is, and that my hope and imagination of what could be is not what exists. Mm-hmm. So I don't know. I felt like there was um a certain level of freedom in that moment of being like, oh okay. I I don't know. I feel like some uh when Aquarius is somewhere connecting to something in my chart, I feel like less emotional, which is always a gift. So mm-hmm. I think on that day maybe there was some alignment where I could just see it very logically, mm-hmm. and it made it more just easier to process. I'm like, I feel like these like clarity moments that come through for me are usually like some Aquarius alignment with maybe my moon where it's just like, okay, you're when not. When so did attached. you
1: have this like sort of thought? When did that happen?
0: It would be yesterday evening.
1: Yesterday evening. Let me see here. Where was.
0: I just thought this might tie into the Sagittarius energy of, I don't know. I felt like there was like this freedom in it. Hmm. Of like the acceptance and me feeling just like lighter.
1: Yeah. I want to see where things are aligning in your chart. So, hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Feeling lighter.
0: For the moment. Yeah. For, for the, the moment. moment. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Until the next yeah. wave. Panic. I think
1: the, the moon might have been actually connecting to, it might have been aligning in a trine with your Uranus, the planet of independence, in okay. Sagittarius, the sign of freedom. Love so that. that was literally happening for you. I'll tell you exactly what time that was. That was happening at like right around... I'd say it began, you started feeling it around three, four in the afternoon yesterday. Um, and then it continued on through the night and into the evening. That
0: sounds about Every right. Evening and night. Yeah. yeah, it was It was definitely like a, a revolution or a, re- a rebellion against myself of my usual thought process. Mm-hmm. It was kind of like switched. Yeah. And I was like, oh, shit, I need to write this down. This is some good insight I'm having here about myself.
1: So, yeah. I mean, yeah. It was like you had this genius insight about and your your Uranus is in the 7th house, which is the house of relationships. So, you had that emotional connection to what was in your heart in relation to your independence, relationships and freedom.
0: Yeah, feeling a little bit more feeling a little bit more free. I can I can't stop I can't stop moving the mic. I just can't stop doing it. I'm not sure what is happening. Just keep t- <laughs> just
1: keep moving the mic.
0: Until it just falls off. Yeah.
1: Just, you know, every time you talk, <laughs> just hold on to the mic and move it a little bit.
0: Perfect. It's good.
1: Yeah, exactly. So, I was going to tell you, I don't know if we keep this on uh, the podcast or you can take it off, but I... I think I know someone who could be a potential match for you. Oh, really? Yes.
0: Well, I told myself I'm not c- I'm not on the dating app. It's just too much pressure and I'm not ready for it. And I still feel very attached to this guy. It just doesn't really seem fair. Mm-hmm. But if I met somebody organically that was interesting... You already would know this I- person. They work at Nick and Stuff's. Yes. I don't know. I can't remember anyone. Is Are they a bartender or a surfer? Server. A server? Yeah. Are they an alcoholic?
1: <laughs> no. No. He's what's not like an what's
0: alcoholic. his name? Um, I don't know. We'll bleep their name out. Oh, yeah. Mm. He's a little bit femme for me, although we Is have he? a very nice connection. Yeah. Yeah. We've went out a couple of times. Oh, yeah. And it kind of felt date ish. It was a long time ago. Huh. Yeah. But it felt like date ish. But I was still, I was like in a relationship, but he was just like very. I think he has, like, a very easy energy for females to be around. I
1: looked at your charts together. You have, like, good aspects. Okay. With different things. So, you know, I was in there the other day, and he said something. He was like, you know, how's Ingrid? How's the podcast doing? All that. And so, you know, he was asking about that. Very nice. Very supportive. He's like, that's awesome what you guys are doing. He's like, I still need to go visit her her work i was like oh yeah (laughs) and he's like yeah she told me you should come by work sometime and and i was like oh all right you know and (laughs) although
0: i mean i i'm I'm not taking anything off the table but i'm like even when i was like on that app people like oh i'll come see you at work and sorry i I put this retainer in and now i can't like pronunciate sounds fine uh, well i keep like it's like getting caught in my my words are getting cut. Oh. I'm supposed to wear it at night, but I always fucking forget. So then I just wear it in the day. Um, oh, fuck. What were we talking about?
1: People coming to visit you. Oh, at work.
0: I'm like, I'm not opposed to making it a connection at work. I just feel like it's f- probably not the place that I want to be making yeah. A connection. Yeah. But, you know, any any guy that wanted to come see me at work, I'm like, mm, that's just going to be a no. Yeah. You know, maybe exactly. after we were already in a relationship. Sure. You can come see me at work yeah, if you wanted to. Yeah. 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 So anyways, that's my
1: just the way that he said it. I was like, oh, so he's interested in Ingrid. And and then I just looked at your charts together and I was like,
0: we do have a nice chemistry. Like we had yeah. a really nice connection when we worked together for sure.
1: Yeah. Yeah. So.
0: And I he's into like art and fashion. Yeah. He's very artistic food. person. Mm-hmm. Yeah.
1: And uh, yeah, he's a well-rounded individual. Okay, I'll keep that on my radar. I'll keep Keep it on your radar. Yeah. I told him we were going to come into the restaurant to celebrate our (gasps) three-year anniversary. (laughs) And he's like, oh, I'll definitely be here for that. Yeah. So.
0: Yeah, it'll be nice to go there. I'm excited. Yeah. So for anyone who doesn't know, that's where me and Scott met, was working at the restaurant. And Scott would be like doing everyone's fucking birth charts and like predicting the dynamic of like the friendships and the conflicts. And it was just really fun. And that's how we started like talking about astrology together
1: hmm exactly
0: somebody had asked actually a question this week or last week and said how did you guys meet oh yeah and it was yeah the we restaurant making
1: stuff steakhouse in downtown los angeles
0: if you have not been i don't really care about steakhouses yeah. but this place is gorgeous yeah it's, it's awesome. like mid-century modern inside it's just really beautiful there's like a a glass window to the dry aging room they dry age their steaks in-house and it's all very simple menu items, but the even just the side dishes, the fucking potatoes. Oh, they're amazing! Oh my god, they're amazing! Yeah,
1: the food is so good there. It's the best steak in L.A. It's you know the dry they dry age all their steaks in house, so like no other steakhouse does that, I don't think. I don't think, so. um, I don't think so. And so they're amazing. They're and it's a really great place, and that's where Ingrid and I met. So, yeah, so we're gonna for drinks so at the bar.
0: G- <laughs> so for our the podcast through your anniversary, which will be in March April, April, April. Yeah,, yep, we're gonna go have a fancy meal.
1: Yes, exactly. Celebrate.
0: Um before we get into the week, would yeah. you like to thank our sponsors? Of course.
1: yes. I want to thank the sponsors Larry Deborah, Haley, Libby, Janelle, Clarissa Janine, Ricky Amaranth. Vincent, Michelle, Catherine, Merdinas, Aline, Robin, Brenna, Stephanie, Cassie, Grace, Lori, Carrie, Brooke, Johnny, and Amber.
0: Thank you, thank you, thank you everybody for donating to the podcast. We really appreciate it. Anything you send our way goes towards, you know, getting a snack, getting a computer. Getting, you know, new headphones, all the goodies. Yes. Buying a coffee, whatever. Get um, Ingrid her snacks. Yeah, my snacks. Yes. But But um, if you're interested in supporting the podcast, if you go to the show notes, there is a support link. You can donate $1, $5, or $10 a month. And if we are helping you navigate the planets and stars more gracefully, we would love it if you would donate to the podcast or if financially that's not working for you, if you want to share the podcast with your friends, rate us five stars on any of the platforms, that's share us huge. on social media,
1: write a review, yeah, any all of that those stuff things helps. Yeah, Absolutely. it really does. Yes. So thank you for all of your support.
0: And also, just a little bit else about the show notes: there are time markers, so you can go to Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday; it goes right to the time marker, so you can go. You know, listen in advance to the day or go back in the past and listen very easily. And it's also meant to pair with the blog, which is on the website. It has all of kind of highlights of what we talk about here, a summary, and then all the questions that Scott asks on each day of the week. So you can go back and revisit them along with the images that you see here. So if you're seeing us here, you're on YouTube or Spotify, you can see our beautiful vases. There's a video to go along with it, but it's meant to go all three. So blog, podcast, and then also the book.
1: The book. The stocking the stock <laughs> the stocking <laughs> stuffer of Holidays 2022.
0: Yeah, so if you want yes. a nice gift for somebody that you love who's into astrology or for yourself if you want to get yourself a little treat, The Basics of Astrology. If you go to Amazon for the Kindle, it is a $10 download or you can order a copy. It's 30 bucks it's almost like an art book glossary book it's got all of the colors relate to the elements it's kind of to learn the signs and the symbols Mm -hmm. it's not a novel it is kind of like a cliff notes version so if you see the alignments you can kind of translate it yourself yeah and just helping scott put it together i learned uh, just my level of astrology went to the next level i really didn't grasp it until we started working on the book together and so if you're if you want to go to like from like a beginner to an intermediate or from a nothing to a beginner. Even mm-hmm. the book is like amazing.
1: Yeah. It's, it's meant to be, if you're someone who's a visual learner, then that's what it's all about. I'm a visual learner. So I learned astrology by drawing out the symbols in different colors to help me learn the elements of the signs. I'm
0: like Scott, the whole, since he met me, he's like, you have to learn the signs <laughs> and the symbols. And I'm like, I can't, it's too confused. Just is too squiggly. <laughs> and then like, yeah, just in going over the book a couple times, I was like, oh, I kind of got it. Yeah, Shit. totally. And now I can like, I mean, I could be. you see. Yeah. Yeah. Everything exactly. that we're looking at here. Exactly. Makes it much, so much easier.
1: Yes. And, uh, and if yeah. you want any gift certificates. Oh, for yeah. Like the holidays, gifts for a reading. That's on the website, theweeklytransit.com. If you want to. Book a reading with me if you want to learn how these transits are affecting you directly, or if you've never had a reading before and you're curious about your own astrological code and what everything means, contact me for a reading. You can schedule it directly through theweeklytransit.com.
0: I mean, if you're wondering how a reading goes, like, I feel like you get little snippets of it on the podcast, just in when I said like, oh my God, yesterday I had this moment of clarity and he looks it up and kind of... Gives me some insight as to what I might be experiencing. Yes, it's like you can't predict the future or the past, but kind of like unlocking the information, like what there is to learn about the situation. So you really get everything, like you really understand the lessons that life is giving to you, mm-hmm. instead of just like running them over and being like, "Why did these things happen?" Yes. Or like I, mi- you know, there was a message and I like missed the whole thing. Oh my god! What? What? I had some crazy fucking dreams last night. Oh, we'll wait. No. So we'll wait till the end because. Okay. it's just well what i don't okay there was a lot of cats happening there was a cat hi- here and then but it was like a weird rat cat and like all of its hair had fallen out because i didn't brush it uh-huh. so that was very alarming to me huh. a friend was here and i was like i think it has fleas and they said it doesn't have fleas anyways then there was a group of friends we were somewhere like in the hills of maybe Hollywood. And then there's another group of people. They had crossbows, but we also had crossbows. Then we were like, there was some sort of weird adventurous or like murder thing about Crossbow, to happen. Crossbow,
1: That's like very Sagittarius. Oh, oh my God, it is. Yeah.
0: And it was very like adventurous. Uh-huh. Um, and then somehow we were trying to escape through this car wash. We took apart part of the car to go through the car wash then i was inside of this building that was like a blood bank there was just i can't explain it exactly there was just blood everywhere there were like these machines Mm -hmm. or these you know when you're painting the lines on this on the street and stuff like for parking lots these little like wheelie things yeah except for it was like blood well it was like eggs and Uh. blood there was just so much blood and then there was like a motorcycle accident Somehow, while I was waiting here at this blood center, and I wasn't very affected, but the person next to me was like, um, you're covered in blood. A person had crashed on their motorcycle, their head exploded, and then their head was missing, and I was covered in their blood. Huh. And then I had to go back in the blood center. I don't know. This blood center was just, there were just all these little packages, like, all over the floor of, like, blood, and then there was, like, these wheelie carts with blood everywhere. It was very weird. I don't know what any of that means. You don't? The blood. Scott likes to grill me and find out my own insights about the dreams. I feel like the cat thing was like not maybe not taking care of things in a timely manner and then being in a panic like it's too late Mm -hmm. for something. Mm -hmm. But the blood thing was really weird. I guess maybe just being unaffected by like very traumatic things that maybe I should like not be in that situation Mm -hmm. or something maybe to do with like my past I was just not seeing maybe like red flags or something yeah it was fucking weird what, is blood, what does blood w- represent yeah
1: I was just think trying to think of that I, I should have brought my Louise Hay book to see what oh you know what well shoot Uh, actually I don't know what it I can't remember what it represents but I just sent a message to One of my Cosmic Pathway clients about blood, but I didn't say what it meant, but I just know that the, the affirmation that you're supposed to, that you're supposed to say with regards to blood is, I am the joy of life expressing and receiving, Oh, fuck. I'm the joy of life expressing and receiving. So blood is like taking, it's like the movement of life. It's the taking in and taking out and cleansing. It's how you move through life, blood. It's the living, moving energy of life.
0: It was like a factory. So maybe it was like I was like witnessing everyone else's joy and maybe like not making my own or something. Like, I need to be doing more to, like, create my own joy. You
1: said it. And that, that makes so much sense, because when you think about your north node, in Aries, it's supposed to be, what do you want to do?
0: And I get very caught up in other people's energy. Like the Exactly. Addi- I was just talking about the relationships. I can get very addicted to that, mm-hmm. wrapped up in that th- the the bubble of that, as opposed yes. to you know when I have more space I will fill it with stuff but when I get like wrapped up in someone else's energy I can just focus on that as opposed to like all the projects and things I want to complete
1: Exactly, you're distracting yourself <sighs> from what you're actually supposed to be working on or what you actually want to do Fuck. yeah and dreams are so powerful right now because of Jupiter in Pisces along with Neptune in Pisces obviously Jupiter is going to be in Pisces just for another two weeks and that's is it starting on Monday right now or well, I mean it's just coincidental that oh, okay. when we're looking at Monday I mean this is the week of Monday December 5th through December 11th Monday December 5th we're looking at Jupiter the god of thunder, lord of justice the planet of Luck and expansion. So expanding In our Pisces, our the sign, the mutable water sign, symbolized by the fish, which Jupiter rules, and it represents dreams. It represents the unconscious. So everyone's unconscious is more expanded at this time. Dreams are very powerful, very potent.
0: You know, I never used to analyze my dreams, and I have a lot of dreams, and it weirdly. You don't even say that much. You just basically ask me what I just said. Like, what do you think it means? And then I'll be like, oh, fuck. Like, You know what it means. Y- yeah, and then every time I'm shocked at the insight I can have about myself just by reflecting upon it. Exactly. It's so crazy.
1: Yeah, I can't really tell you what your dreams mean because what it means to me is different than what it means to you. Mm-hmm. But it's by me listening and asking the right questions. Yeah. Hopefully that... It draws you to the wisdom within yourself.
0: I feel like when when this first started, I had no clue. And you just asked me a couple of questions. And I was like, oh, my God, I do know. (gasps) And so now I feel like you'll just be like, okay, so what does it mean? And I'll be like, okay, I guess I just didn't sit with it. Mm -hmm. You know, just sitting with it and asking myself what what type of weird reflection, what is that reflecting within myself?
1: Yeah, exactly.
0: But if you, yeah, if you have some weird fucking dreams, call Scott because he (laughs) knows how to get in there. I'm turning well, into a pro analyzing my dreams now. Yeah,
1: and, and that would be something more. I think for the clients that I work with on a weekly basis, when yeah. we're able, when yeah. we've had that sort of rapport mm-hmm. and we understand each other and the each other in they, I understand their charts. They understand their charts through what I have shared with them. That's when you're able to really get into those deeper parts of yourself and really understand why you are operating in the way that you're operating through life. And so having those dreams gives you an opportunity for insight into yourself.
0: And then I think I kind of interrupted. I don't even think we got the alignment. No,
1: well, I mean, that's okay because it's... <laughs> it all is... It's so funny. It's like it, it just all makes sense and flows together with what we're talking about, because in addition to Jupiter and Pisces, it's aligning with Mercury, the messenger of the gods, guide of souls to the underworld, the planet of consciousness, communication and coordination in Sagittarius, the mutable fire sign symbolized by the archer and also ruled by Jupiter. So Jupiter's and Pisces expanding our unconscious. Aligning with Mercury, which is bringing honest, conscious awareness. Because Sagittarius is the sign of honesty. And so it's connecting, it's expanding our unconscious mind, expanding our conscious mind. It's really pushing us to take an honest look at who we are. What is going on in your mind?
0: I mean, just kind of like what I was saying about that moment of reflection I had for myself. It was like taking a conscious look at my unconscious. Yes. And although that felt good in the moment, like here it's a square. Because, I mean, it's not always comfortable to be able to see into those dark corners. You see what's in there and you're like, fuck, mm-hmm. that's weird. Why the fuck would I do that? Yes. I mean, I I had an ease about it when it was happening to me, but it was definitely, it was really weird sensation to be like, Oh, I can see in there, and that's why I do that. Mm-hmm. Strange. It just is strange. Yes. Just being able to see why we do what we do is fascinating, because, I mean, we run mostly on our unconscious, so unless we take the opportunity to look in there when there is, like, some clarity right now and some mm-hmm. understanding, it's really hard to get in
1: there. Well, and this squaring can mean that it, it it's hard to look. Like, we may want to avoid seeing what we're seeing here because I mean just taking an <laughs> honest look within ourselves might be uncomfortable
0: well even just the bloodbath example it's like yeah I'm just ignoring my you know my own joy and maybe sourcing it from other people and not nurturing myself enough like mm. that's lame why the fuck would I do that mm-hmm. that's not fun to admit right that's sad and kind of depressing I'm like why why would I mm-hmm. do that to myself but you know if you take the moment to look at it it can be like a motivating factor to like do something about it like oh fuck that's what i'm doing yes i didn't even notice until i like talked about this dream or sat with this like you know uncomfortable moment to figure out like why yeah
1: so hopefully some clarity on monday ask yourself the question like what am i supposed to learn like before you go to sleep on sunday night i like this ask yourself show me what i need to know And then when you close your eyes and you go to sleep and you wake up the next morning, hopefully you've had some crazy dream. (laughs) But when you take some time to really look at what was going on there and reflect it within your life, you get the clarity and the answer that you're searching for. So Tuesday, December 6th is when Mercury moves on into the cardinal earth sign symbolized by the goat begins its transit through Capricorn, which will last until February 11th. This is a long, long period with Mercury in Capricorn. Mercury typically spends about three weeks in any particular sign, but it's going to spend over two months. It's
0: a retrograde?
1: because of uh, retrograde yes well see Ingrid you're learning all this stuff it's amazing yeah so
0: so well I mean I'm looking at this and I think yesterday maybe you have this insight into yourself and now today is kind of the conscious mind planning the Capricorn energy is like planning how to you know get out of that mindset whatever the thing was that you discovered you're like okay now I'm going to plan on how to do things in it a, in a, a better way or a different way
1: Oh, and I think that it's even more than planning. It's about actually taking the steps mentally to get to where you want to go. It's like the, the Sagittarius energy is about looking at the future, having faith to believe that whatever it is you want for the future can come into fruition. But then the Capricorn energy is like, okay, we know what you want. But you actually have to build it. Yeah, you have to do it. You have to take those steps. So we've got an extended period of time here. To work on it. Over two months to work on it, to really work on your mental process, creating that mental fortitude that's going to put you in that winning mindset to accomplish and achieve your goals. What are the steps that I need to take? I know where I want to go. I have faith that I can get there. But I need to really hammer out the steps and then take the steps to climb to where I'm going. So the retrograde is going to be from December 29th to January 18th. The retrograde shadow is December 12th to February 6th. So this could be crunchy could be intense. I mean, you got Mercury retrograde, Mars retrograde. This is why I hope that everyone listening right now is very clear about, in this moment, about what they're wanting to accomplish and achieve. Like, where do you want to be? I've been saying this back since Mars retrograde, retrograde shadow all began. You know, where do you want to be by mid-March, when Mars moves out of its retrograde shadow? Where do you want to be by mid-January, when Mars retrograde ends and Mercury retrograde ends? Where do you want to be? You don't want to be trying to figure it out on January 1st.
0: <laughs> no, you got to start putting in the work now so you can, like, be on the
1: Yeah, it's, you. you want to hit the ground running right now.
0: I mean, it's also like the retrograde is like two steps forward, one step back. Mm -hmm. You have that little stutter step. But so just kind of preparing yourself like it's not always going to just be straight uphill. You're going to have some some moments and that's normal and natural. Like everyone is uh, so scared of the retrograde. It's like, no, you can't just run full speed ahead. It's a it's a practice. So be patient.
1: Yeah, exactly. Exactly. So, you know, for those that were born with key astrological points in Aries or Libra, there could be challenges for you during this period because Mercury is going to square whatever key astrological points are in those signs. And so there could be mental challenges for you. Now, to give you some insight on what that means for you, think back to what was going on in your life between December 13th of last year and January 1st of this year, 2022. That was the last time Mercury moved all the way through Capricorn. But on January 25th of this year, Mercury retrograded back into Capricorn to 24 degrees and then moved forward out of Capricorn on February 14th. So think back to those dates. What was going on with you? That could give you clues on what could be in store this time around. Uh, it's it's really interesting to me though that this year Mercury retrograde begins at 24 degrees in Capricorn. Last year Mercury retrograde ended at 24 degrees in Capricorn. So
0: it's picking up where it left off.
1: In a sense, it's like covering areas that it didn't fully cover as much last time. Okay. It, it's like, I mean, I don't want to get too deep into the minutiae, I know you don't like that, but, <laughs> <laughs> but this is why I encourage you to like really understand your astrological code and, and know like what is in Aries or Libra in my astrological code? What do I have in, water or earth signs those are the those are the signs that are going to make the strongest connection to this Capricorn energy so if venus is one of those planets then there could be issues coming up with communication and relationships if it's the moon then it's your emotions or your home so it's the puzzle it's how you all put it together but we've got a long trip ahead with mercury in capricorn moving on to wednesday december 7th so we'll be talking about that much more Yay. the full moon in gemini Yay. Yay! are you excited for this i mean
0: <laughs> i mean a really i mean it's fun to set intentions but it's also nice to have like a release yeah like the full moon is the release or like kind of the reward of if you've been doing the work you get to kind of bask in it
1: yeah so it's so fascinating to me i just had this realization it just kind of clicked with in in me in the i had a moon class today and i was like wow i was looking at this and we're looking at the full moon in gemini so the sun is in the mutable fire sign, Sagittarius. The moon is in the mutable air sign, symbolized by the twins, Gemini, which is opposite Sagittarius. But the moon is also conjunct, meaning at the same degree, in the same sign, Gemini, as Mars. Okay. So the moon and Mars together. We go back to the first... New moon, not the first new moon, I mean, but the new moon in Scorpio Mm -hmm. back on October 25th, that occurred with the sun and the moon in Scorpio conjunct with Venus, the goddess of love. Now we've had one full moon, another new moon, and now this full moon and this full moon is conjunct with Mars, the god of war. So from the goddess of love to the god of war, the goddess of love, that setting intentions during the new moon in Scorpio was about setting your intentions
0: for your bonds.
1: Yes, but to establish what you value, what's important to you, what do you value your self worth? And then how do you share what you value, exchange energy, share magic with those that you're bonded to? Are those individuals lifting you or are they draining you? Do they honor, reflect, or respect your values? If not, then those relationships need to transform. Maybe they end or maybe a frequency within those relationships Mm -hmm. transforms or ends. Yeah in order for it to continue. We had the full moon in Taurus, the lunar eclipse, and people started breaking up. <laughs> there was meltdowns left and right, mm-hmm. and then maybe people got back together or whatever, but the fu- the new moon in Sagittarius was setting your intentions to be free.
0: Oh, I see To be
1: free God. and and if you are if you are in a relationship where the bond is positive where it's like the, the person that you're bonded to is honoring, reflecting, and respecting your values then it's easier to feel free because you're on the same page mm-hmm. you're in the same energetic flow but the new moon in Sagittarius was setting your intentions to live free in faith with honesty and through adventure. So you're free, you have faith that everything is working out with you and the other person. You can be honest with them, open, and life feels like an adventure. But if that's not the case, then it may feel like burning everything down. <laughs> and so yeah. when you bring Mars into the mix.
0: That's hot.
1: Yeah. Uh-oh. Exactly. There could be conflicts here. So, is there a relationship that you're in that you want to break free from? Is there a relationship that you're in where you feel free enough to be wild? Mm, I
0: like that. Yeah,
1: that's the fun side.
0: Yeah, that's the the opposite. (laughs)
1: Exactly. Exactly. So, this is a very expressive full moon. It's about being open, asking questions, embracing your curiosity, having the courage to be free and honest and to listen, to listen to what those around you have to share because there's so much to learn from this full moon. So much to learn from this full moon and there's so much to share. So what would you like to share? Who would you like to share it with? What would you like to learn? But this is a release.
0: I mean, it could be either appreciating the freedom that you do have. What are you so grateful that you can express? Mm -hmm. Or looking at what you feel like is holding you back. Mm. And like what you need to break free from. Those are like important. They're kind of one in the same.
1: Totally. What do you want to express? That's a release. And what do you want to break free from? Well, that's a release too. If you're feeling free in the relationship already, then it's easy to express. It feels good to express. If you're feeling trapped, then it might not feel as good initially to express what you have to express, but once you have... You're going to feel better. Yes, exactly. You're going to feel better. Yes. Yes. So, very exciting, very powerful, full moon conjunct Mars in Gemini. That moves perfectly into Thursday. It does? I Let me see. I What's think? Thursday? Oh, yes, it does. So <laughs> Thursday, December 8th. What do you see?
0: Right. I see the moon in Gemini uh-huh. in conjunction with... In
1: conjunction? I don't
0: know. Not in conjunction? That's it's on top opposite.
1: of... Oh, opposition. You see they're opposite each other on the yes. circle. Yes.
0: The conjunction's right on top, so you exactly. don't see it. Exactly.
1: We're okay. on top of each other with the conjunction. So I have
0: the moon in Gemini connecting with Venus in Sagittarius. Yes,
1: opposite. They're 180 degrees apart from each other.
0: So it would be like your emotions and having curiosity about your emotions and then connecting that with relationships and being honest. So Mm -hmm. it's like a conversation in these relationships, being curious and being open and honest about how we're feeling. Yes. So if yesterday there was an explosion today you're going to be able to kind of like continue the conversation
1: absolutely
0: or if there was just an appreciation for like that wild energy that you are able to express you're going to be able to kind of continue that today you're like oh this is easy we just have these conversations
1: yes yes free flow that's what this is about thursday december 8th let your hair down let it fly because on friday december 9th Uh (laughs) uh-oh (laughs) <laughs> that's such a great time for <laughs> uh, Venus as it transits out of Sagittarius is going to square off with Jupiter in Pisces just as Mercury did on Monday so maybe there's some expansion to the relationship you have this like wild fantasy of what you think s- things are going to be like with you and your partner and then you realize that oh maybe that's It's uncomfortable. Yeah, Uh, (laughs) the dream is not as. The reality is not as great as the dream. The fantasy doesn't. The reality doesn't live up to the fantasy. Mm -hmm. And so then later in the day. Or. Or what? Or
0: like, what if you. You're part either you or your partner express the f- whatever the fantasy is mm-hmm. and the other person's like very not receptive they're like oh no that i would never do that Yeah, exactly i it never want to yeah i'm never going to alaska camping that, uh, absolutely not is like, that your oh, fantasy no, ingrid I wow don't, i don't know i was just trying to think <laughs> of something like adventurous <laughs> i mean i feel like the first thing you think of is like maybe some sort of like sexual fantasy yeah, exactly. but like realistically <laughs> that's probably not what we're talking about something more tangible like a vacation or like you know, I want to like have a farm together and you're yeah. like, I don't want a fucking farm.
1: Well, I think camping in Alaska is like a very strong Sagittarius note. You know, when I think of, of course, like like you said, like you want to think of like the sexual fantasy. When I think of Sagittarius, I always think of Burning Man. Okay. You know, I think of a, like a bunch of people dancing naked around a fire. Mm-hmm. But I also think of that camping in Alaska thing because I think of the archer just like wandering through the forest, through the woods or the mountains or whatever, just exploring and connecting to God. Like it's quiet. We're listening to whatever the universe is sending to us, whatever messages are being sent. We can hear it in the stream. In the mountain, in the wind, in the trees, all of that.
0: Could that also mean like uh, just another adventure or another like fantasy for a relationship like starting a family? Mm. Or like moving to a new location. Those are very like tangible things that a lot of people talk about. That yeah. maybe there is a conflict of interest in the relationship.
1: Totally. Totally. So maybe somebody's expectations aren't being met by another that you're close to. That's kind of the the bottom line
0: or like now you're living in reality like oh this is what this person wants like what if i can't fulfill that or vice versa
1: well in reality hits as venus moves from sagittarius to capricorn
0: it's earth energy now, now it exists exactly we're n- working n- now towards it's something real.
1: totally totally so this is putting what you value your senses and bringing it into reality like okay well that's the fantasy well what's the plan what's the plan to bring that fantasy into reality what steps do we have to take so Venus is in Capricorn from December 9th to January 2nd
0: so I have like this great example my friend is getting married soon and she is like she didn't really care that much about having the wedding itself. Mm-hmm. He really wanted the wedding. Mm. And then now financially there's like, okay, well, is he going to have like, she's worried about like plant him having enough money. Cause he's just like, Oh, I only need this much to live. And he's very comfortable with that. But now there's like, you know, life stuff comes up and it feels like he's the one who wanted to push for the wedding. And financially that's becoming kind of a burden. Mm. And so there's like a little bit of a, conflict happening where she's like okay well then you need to get like you need to make more money then because mm-hmm. i don't want to worry about it like i like feeling free i i feel completely good on my own like i want you know a partner that's going to show up like equal where i don't have to worry i want to you know do the thing we planned for mm-hmm. together yeah.
1: so you want a wedding you want a wedding it's going to cost this much money mm-hmm. what's the plan to make that mat- that amount of money mm-hmm. so that you can have your wedding
0: yeah and she was scared about having maybe a maybe a possibly uncomfortable conversation or a conversation she just didn't want to have about it you know why do i have to even talk about
1: it mm. well that conversation's coming out during sagittarius season and by the time we get to this capricorn energy it's like if your relationship goal is having a wedding then this we got to exactly,
0: mm-hmm. we gotta plan how to get there. exactly
1: we got to plan how to get there Think about your relationship goals. What are your relationship goals? What do you want from partnership? What do you want from your partner? What does your partner want? What do you, what does your partner want from you from relationship? Like, where are you in accordance together, climbing to where you want to be? What what goals do you share? with those that you are in partnership with whether it's the lover the friend or the business partner
0: and maybe i mean it is a square so that might mean that they're not all in alignment and uncovering that can be uncomfortable but that doesn't mean it has to disintegrate it's just like we don't have to plan everything together mm-hmm. i have uh, i have plans that maybe you're not a part of and maybe that's the uh, the discomfort knowing that we're not going to align i want to go to alaska well i'm going to go with my friend i'm not going to go with you know the person I'm dating, or I'm gonna go with my cousin or something, not the person that I'm dating.
1: Well, and that's the, and that's the thing. Like, if you're in a, if you're in a partnership like that, then maybe you can agree. Like, look, we want to be together, but we don't see eye to eye in certain areas here. But that's okay. Like, we can make the relationship work by my by me saying, "Go to Alaska, have a great time." Yeah, I don't
0: give a fuck what you do. I exactly. just don't want to go there. So go have fun. Exactly. I mean, I'm, I'm already spied on Saturday mm. and I feel like this is just like a healing day for like this type of conversation to well happen.
1: Before we get to Saturday, I just want to mention that the last time that Venus was in Capricorn was November 5th of 2021 Kay. to March 5th of 2022. So Venus was retrograde. In Capricorn. That's why it was in Capricorn for what, November, December, December, January, January, February, four months. Four months in Capricorn. This year it's not even four weeks. Oh, wow. So okay. it's a much quicker trip. So think back to what was going on in your relationships November 5, 2021 to March 5, 2022. And think have I made progress? Have I, I hope progressed? So. Have I. Am I further along with my partner in our relationship, whatever that relationship may be, and and what are the next steps that we want to take to, to move forward to that next ledge? And also for those, again, if you have key astrological points or planets in Aries or Libra, there could be challenges during this period with relationships. Yay. So... Saturday, December 10th, yes, healing energy here, we got a water-water connection, we got the moon in the cardinal water sign symbolized by the crab, cancer, and ruled by the moon, so the moon's in a position of power here, aligning with Neptune, the god of fresh water in the sea, the planet of illusion, deception, compassion, and intuition, in Pisces, which Neptune also rules. So we have the moon in the sign that it rules cancer, Neptune in the sign that it rules Pisces, connecting together, water, water connection. It's about having compassion. How can I have compassion for my partner, for my friends, whoever I hold dear in my emotions that I have feelings for? How can I be more compassionate and nurturing to those who I have feelings for? How can I be more compassionate and nurturing and caring and kind to myself?
0: I think it's so perfect touching on yesterday. Maybe there was some discomfort yesterday, but the acceptance, accepting things mm-hmm. as they are and being okay with that. And like, like you said, giving permission to the person to do the traveling without them. Like, oh, that makes me feel sad that we can't do everything together, but that's okay. I want them to be happy. And yeah. I also want to be happy. I don't want to be in Alaska and they want to go do something like we should both have what we want and that's fine yes and that's just the acceptance and compassion for our differences
1: yes exactly you want to go to alaska that makes you happy that makes me happy too that you're going and you're going to enjoy yourself please do that feel free
0: and then especially in this sagittarius season it's like celebrating that we want everyone to do what they love and go do the things yes even if that doesn't include us that's okay exactly
1: that's it like be free go to alaska enjoy yourself i'm happy because you're happy yes and then sunday december 11th continuing on that frequency as the moon moves on through cancer it aligns with the other planetary ruler of pisces which we talked about on Jupiter. So, greater expansion of compassion, of nurturing, of caring. How can I open my emotions up and really be that person for those that I feel emotions for that is supporting them? How can I be supportive to those that I care for? How can I be more kind to those that i feel feelings for
0: i mean even just going back to the very top of the episode just my attraction to these people is like just accepting them for who they are and being happy that they exist like yes dampening their being they're not going to be the same if i try to put them into the box that i like fantasize about it's like they're you're going to be crushing their spirit Mm mm-hmm And then you're not even going to like what they are. Just letting everyone be themselves and accept them for who they are.
1: Yes. That's it. And even
0: accepting ourselves for who we
1: are. Well, that's part of it. You know, I think it starts with that difficult honesty in the beginning of the week, being honest with ourselves. If we're honest with ourselves and then we're honest with those that we're close to, it may be difficult. But then once you do, then it's easier to accept one another. Mm-hmm. Because it's like okay, well now I know that you're this way, and I don't have to get mad at you for
0: for just being yourself. For being <laughs> yourself,
1: exactly. I know you're not trying to like fuck with me. You're not. There's no malicious intent behind you being you. And at least like we know who each other are now.
0: Yeah, I mean, it, uh, throughout the week we are learning more about each other's values and what we really want if we're being honest Mm -hmm. and then we get to like like assimilate that or like really take it in over this weekend
1: it's it's like the overarching question of the week is can i be honest and can i be compassionate when i find the truth
0: (laughs) yeah (laughs) that's that's the hard part (laughs) both of those are really hard actually
1: exactly it's hard to be honest and then it's hard to be compassionate once you realize the truth
0: yeah And when it's like, it's not that you're lying either. It's like the truth is just sometimes uncomfortable. If you have to express something that you don't want to express, it's not that you're lying about something. Mm -hmm. It's just that you're, you're scared for someone to know something that's on your mind.
1: Yep. Yep.
0: How you're feeling about a certain thing.
1: Exactly. Well, and the truth's coming out this week during that full moon (laughs) with Mars It's coming out. slapping people across the face well i hope
0: everyone has a very smooth (laughs) week and at (laughs) least at least if you don't you know appreciate sometimes it's like the calm this is like the calm after the storm this weekend is a gift after you go through some some turbulence Mm -hmm. so just knowing that there is some some peace ahead yes i think the, the most uh transformational like almost like psychedelic experiences where you have something so horrible happen or such a bad argument or fight where you're like, Oh, everything's falling apart. And then afterwards you're like, Oh, I I, I see
1: now. It makes sense.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I see things differently. Mm -hmm. Yeah. That's okay. It's okay for everything to fall apart. (laughs) Yes,
1: absolutely. You got to sometimes break a nose twice in order to reset it.
0: Oh, that's terrible. I like that. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) <laughs> yes, very Hollywood of you. <laughs> Is that Hollywood. Yeah. Oh, okay. I think so. Cool. You gotta put it back. You gotta yeah. Put it back, all perfect.
1: Yes, exactly.
0: Well, thank you so much, Scott. You're welcome,
1: Ingrid. So great to see you. See you next week. See you next week.
0: Thank you for listening to The Weekly Transit. Follow us on Instagram for daily updates about the planetary alignments and how to work with the energy. If this podcast is helping you navigate life more gracefully, please subscribe, rate us five stars, and share with your friends. If you're ready to go deeper, book a personal reading with Scott or sign up for his new moon full moon class at theweeklytransit.com.
1: The Weekly Transit. Tan the tan